the quick word for February 18th through the 24th, 2024. Praying the Bible. Prayers are written by Linda Sweeney. The quick word is so named because each day the words of the Bible and prayers are short, therefore making it a quick way to read God's word along with a quick prayer based on that Bible reading. Prayer. Lord God, we know without a doubt that the best way to focus our thoughts and understanding in the meaning of Lent is to turn to the Bible, as well as turning to you in prayer and meditation. Lent gives us the opportunity, if we'll take it, to think about our sinful human condition and our need of you, Lord Jesus, as our Savior. Lent is also a good time for us to reflect and repent of our sins, our mistakes, and our shortcomings. Jesus, we appreciate you and we love you and thank you for all you have accomplished for us because we couldn't accomplish it. Amen. Sunday, February 18th, 1 Peter 5, verse 6. Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. Prayer. God, sometimes it's hard to be humble. Sometimes we feel like we know what's best for others and we want to tell them what's best and the best way to go. However, sometimes we think that we also know what's best for ourselves. And so, when we pray to you, our prayer is directed that way. My prayer during this season of Lent is that we all, me included, confess that we sin when we think in that sometimes mode. Please forgive us, and we ask Holy Spirit to please lift us up in due time and all the time to humbly seek your wisdom and to trust in your will and bless us to share the wonder and the joy that there is in trusting and guiding people in faith. Amen. Monday, February 19th, Isaiah 58, verses 3 through 6. Why have we fasted, and you see it not? Why have we humbled ourselves, and you take no knowledge of it? Behold, in the day of your fast you seek your own pleasure, and oppress all your workers. Behold, you fast only to quarrel, and to fight, and to hit with a wicked fist. Fasting like yours this day will not make your voice to be heard on high. Is such a fast that I choose today a day for a person to humble himself? Is it to bow down his head like a reed and to spread sackcloth and ashes under him? Will you call this a fast and a day acceptable to the Lord? Is not this the fast that I choose? To loose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the straps of the yoke, and to let the oppressed go free, and to break every yoke. Prayer God, during this season of Lent, some of us may have decided to fast. If that be the case, may we realize, remember, and apply your truth to fasting. We're not to fast for the sake of fasting, because if we fast and nothing in our life changes except having a more empty stomach, then we've missed the point of fasting. The kind of fasting that you choose for us, we read about here in these verses from Isaiah. Fasting is not to be an outward display to show others how humble we are. In fact, there's nothing humble in that sort of fasting. Jesus, you even spoke about that kind of fasting as recorded in Luke 18, verses 9 through 14, when you talked about the self-righteous Pharisees who made a special point to say, I fast twice a week. 
The fact is, it's probably a good thing if we look more closely at the words in Luke 18. Jesus, you told this parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and and treated others with contempt. Verse 10 through 14, two men went out into the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee, standing by himself, prayed thus, God, I thank you that I'm not like other men, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, and even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give tithes and all that I get. But the tax collector, standing far off, would not even lift up his eyes to heaven, but beat his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other, for everyone who exalts himself will be humble, but the man who humbles himself will be exalted. End of the quote from the Bible. Here in these verses, also, we clearly learn that fasting is not to be an empty ritual. Genuine or spiritually sincere fasting is to be joined with repentance and unchaining ourselves from sin of judging others and the sin of thinking we're a better Christian than someone else because we're fasting. True fasting is a repentant heart and a love for you and looking to you more seriously, somberly, lovingly, and then to treat others and think about others with kindness in our thoughts and with our actions. Amen. Tuesday, February 20th, Psalm 42, verse 2. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When can I go and meet with God? Prayer. Triune God, it is so wonderful to be able to freely and openly thirst for your word. What a blessed and yet simple question to ask. When can I go and meet with God? When we hope and have confidence in you, we don't fear the day when we come home to heaven to meet you. Meanwhile, as we're still here on earth, please lead and guide us. And thank you for loving us and allowing us to love you. Amen. Wednesday, February 21st, Joel 2, verses 12 through 14. Even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting and weeping and mourning. Rend your heart and not your garment. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in love, and he relents from sending calamity. Who knows? He may turn and relent and leave behind a blessing. Grain offerings and drink offerings for the Lord your God. Prayer. Jesus, we're not pleased with ourselves when we forget to turn to you. Why do we sometimes think that things are too small to bring to you? You tell us to, and this is in a quote, even now, unquote, return to me. Even now and always, when we return to you, it is to be with the intensity and sincerity or with all our heart. Even now, during Lent, as we come to you, if we're fasting, we're to turn to you. When we're sad or grieving, even then, we're turned to you. Turning to you or returning to you, you do not call us to please you by changing the outward shell of our being, but we are to have a heart that desires to acknowledge how gracious and compassionate you are, how slow you are to become angry. You are abounding in love 
and you relent from sin and calamity, when people repent and turn away from sin, who knows? You may turn and relent and leave behind a blessing. Thank you. Amen. Thursday, Matthew 6, verse 21. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Prayer. Heavenly Father, when I read this verse, I thought of the cute little children's song that says, If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. I think I thought of that song because happy actions shows, shows the inward feelings. Inward feelings remind me of our hearts. When our hearts are in the right relationship with you, then our treasures are in the right place. Amen. Friday. February 23rd, Lamentations 3, verse 25. The Lord is good to those whose hope is in him, to the one who seeks him. Prayer. Lord, you are good to all. It is truly sad that some do not acknowledge your goodness. They actually reject your goodness, and instead they call it good luck, good fortune. This verse does point out that to those who love you, like ourselves, and who practice their hope in you, as we do, have a goodness that passes all our expectations. I say that because our expectations are not your expectations, plans, and purposes for us. And when we release our expectations and trust in you, the goodness builds up our faith and trust in you. Then as we seek you, we come with a goodness with heaven, which is heavenly touched and secure in our heavenly destination of heaven. Amen. Saturday, February 24th, Isaiah 30, verse 18. The Lord waits to be gracious to you, and therefore he exalts himself to show mercy to you. For the Lord is a God of justice. Blessed are those who wait for him. Prayer. Lord, you wait to be gracious to all who will turn to you. You wait to exalt your love and to show your mercy, because you are a God of justice. We are pleased as well when we... Your children wait for your answer within our lives and your will to come to fruition for us. Waiting is never a bad thing because waiting is so often a growing, maturing, which we can liken to a growing garden. A garden is a garden, but it looks different at various stages of growth. And all along the season, there are times of waiting. Interestingly enough, we also know that during our waiting times, things are still happening that we might not be able to yet see. Lord, thank you for so graciously waiting for us for at just the right time. And at your timing, things do happen according to your will and your purpose. Thank you. Amen. That's the end of the quick word for this week. God's blessings in your week. And Lord willing, more quick word next week. And as for now, bye for now.